Hello and welcome to another exciting episode of Glaswegian Geeks. And by exciting, I mean soul-destroying and painful. Me and Mario have just sat through one of the worst things I've ever had the great pleasure of sitting and watching. Mario, would you like to break the news to everyone about what you brought to my house? What blasphemy you brought to my house? I wouldn't say blasphemy. Yeah, so we watched the 1979 Captain America. It had its moments... I'll interrupt, right, Um, for anybody who didn't know, last week, uh, on our last podcast, me and Mario did say that we were going on a journey of self-discovery and (laughs) self-appreciation, and we were going to go back in time and watch terrible comic book movies so that we could garner a little more appreciation for what we have now. Well, as it turns out, I fucking regret that, and now we've decided to alter it a bit and we're going to do a good, the bad and the ugly sort of thing where we're going to review good movies and bad movies and just downright terrible movies and we're doing this just to ease off because doing 12 months of just films like what I've just witnessed just would would kill me. Yeah, and plus we don't want to come across as a couple... Now we've got other people uh, available for upcoming podcasts. We don't want to come across as... All Scottish people are whiny fucks. We are. We um, are really, but, you know, we, we want to put out a positive image. Can, can we just point out that you, you just cut yourself off from saying a couple? What, are we not a couple, no? Are we Are we not a couple? We're a couple of friends. Who the fuck? Super is? friends. Who, who is Super she? friends. Who is she? Who is she? You monster. <laughs> anyway, so, on with the review. You Which, can start well, let, let's let's uh We'll, we'll name these episodes. The The title will be, for each podcast, will be something that we find funny or downright ridiculous. Uh, unfortunately for this one... Before you go on, we should point <laughs> out that in the 70s, writing was a bit... Uh, like, so especially for TV movies, this Captain America, well, these two Captain America films are, were made for TV movies. If you don't understand what that means, just think Sherlock. Sherlock does its like three TV movie series, and that's kind of how it goes. So imagine that's what this was, only more torturous. Um, so in the seventies and uh, even today, writing can sometimes be a bit bland and a bit naff and a bit unbelievable. Well, a line that we are, the the name we're giving this podcast is <clears throat> what is it? He's coming at you. Pull out now. A classic line from this movie. A classic line from this movie, which, you know, you know, I think we can all relate to in our own way. I think we've all <laughs> had an experience like that. So, um, Mario, do you want to, uh, you know, tell me first about the film, because I took in less of it than you did. Please do. Oh, 90 minutes of mm, interesting stuff. 85 was waterboard worthy. <laughs> I bet that's what these, you know, like white noise and stuff. I bet they have that, like, just shown and repeat, like, to make people submit. There's, there's obviously a time of relevance with this film because it's so seventies, leaving the seventies, and it knows it. It knows the seventies are going to be over in a year, and it's just like, God, we need to, we need to just put everything seventies possible into this movie, and um, you know that is confirmed with the use of music the use of bad acting, and the use of bad writing. And anybody who knows Captain America will probably relate them to, you know, the the more attractive Chris Evans. 
Yep. We did not get an attractive Captain America in '79 or the it's '90s. Quite, it's quite a like big nose. Like, I'm, I'm not. Let, let's, not be, let's, let's not be criticizing noses, right? <laughs> let's not be criticizing noses. We're not that kind of person, okay. people. Right? Okay. okay. I'm a people, and I don't think that I want to be criticizing people's noses. Okay. <laughs> but I will say that he was genuinely unattractive. <laughs> Uh, no argument from me. Uh, the the cast, yeah, you had a guy that looked like a kind of doppelganger of Roger Moore, who was your main bad guy. And there was a weird young, um, a weird young looking um, Moff Tarkin. Yeah, that's what he looked like. He did. Um, he was odd, and in fact, everybody was odd. But yeah, I don't. Normally we would talk about the film in a three-act structure like we did with Suicide Squad. Yeah. Or like we kind of touched on with the 1990s Captain America. But the thing is, is I can't talk about the three-act structure in this because there is no three-act structure. There, there really wasn't. It was more... Let, let's just put things together and see how they come along. Like, well, how about this? We'll do a story, characters, and then everything else. <laughs> Okay. Right, the story. The, the story. Uh, the story begins with uh, Steve being in the Marines already. Now, there's there's a very very big difference between the comic book origin and this bastard child. The fact of the matter is, there was no fucking origin story in this film, which well, is probably a good thing, because you know some people just can't take origin stories, but this film certainly needed it i think in well maybe in the 70s more people read comic books so more people knew maybe possibly but we we get this right away steve's in the marines and then he's off to see somebody and then there's a whole operation between people radioing getting them going down a road a truck spilling oil about maybe at least a 200 meter stretch maybe longer the in fact, that's possibly the longest scene in that movie. So Steve's driving to whatever after being diverted down the road and after this truck spilled oil all the way in front of him and he spends about a good part of maybe a minute or two steering, trying to correct himself, not wondering what the hell is going on with this. Who? This truck spilled all this oil? No. And as you said, uh, Jordan, he actually drives better in reverse than he does going forwards what yeah he the ends hell? up reversing and he ends up managing it quite well I mean I can I can appreciate that I mean the man who lives for the moment deals with the situation as it comes kind of man I need in my life but to me it's just like this film is a lot of fluff because in the in the kind of first bit you know we're introduced to Steve and then Steve goes these people try to kill him we don't know why they're trying to kill him yeah there's actually no plot point to it it's just well we do we find is, out later yeah later on but it's just oh, someone's tried to kill him or something. We don't know why. Yeah, right. So, and then eventually after that, Steve ends up in the Oh, lab. no, 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 wait. We missed the, po- the part that I nearly wet myself with. What so po- the van nose dives off the edge of a cliff. Steve's all right. He's, he's not got a scratch on him. <laughs> but his shirt is ripped at the front and back. Like, how? How? There's... That would need to something would need to go through him to cause that. It's, it's the it, mate. It's it's, the it's his bicep. Of, it's the guth of just that bicep. Like, just went and ripped his shirt. Like he went forward and it was just like oh, and then I'm surprised he didn't like come out the uh, the truck just ripping his own shirt. Like look at me. 
To be fair, it was probably give um, Red Brown a little more sex appeal because he had none. Um, <laughs> maybe that's what it was there for. I mean, there was none for me. I was just sitting there like, oh my god, I can't, I can't do this. You couldn't be any more turned off. Mm. Nowadays, I can look at superheroes and go, oh, I want a bit of that. Thor. Loki. America. Loki I'm more of a, a Daddy Downey Jr. Yeah. Um, Daddy Downey Jr. sounds that, grim, doesn't it? That's very creepy. Um, um, anyway, anyway, what was my point? Ah, yeah, well, nowadays, I can see sex appeal in my superheroes a wee bit. Scarlett Johansson, Robert Downey Yum. Jr. Yum. Chris Evans. Yeah. Chris Hemsworth. Damn right. No Mark Ruffle, he's not my type. But you get what we're saying. And the thing is, is like, in the 70s, Red Brown was obviously at some point seen as sex appealing. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know how people looked in the 70s. I wasn't alive in the 70s. Anyway, sex appeal aside, right, so after this bit that Mario was really angry about, Steve ends up at a lab of his father's old lab partner where he is gracefully told that his father was had had created a serum called flag which is basically supposed to be the super soldier serum um i can't remember what it stands for i don't even want to go into it i don't, don't want to remember what it goes i don't I, no. yes I don't we're want, doing it james we're doing it I, I don't mario is now racking his brain trying to remember what it is um but yeah, um, so this serum is basically the Super Soldier Serum, only it was made by his dad, and they've called it Flag. And what this does is it gives him his superpowers, like his super agility, his super speed, his super jump, stuff like that. And he rejects it at first. He, he pretty much flat out rejects it, to be honest. He flat out doesn't want anything to do with it, which, fair play to him, I wouldn't either. But then, obviously he gets into a bit of a predicament, a little quinky dink when he nearly dies. And then the scientist who worked with his dad basically says, right, well, you know, he can't really say no now. We can just force it upon him whether he likes it or not. I've made that decision. So he has administered FLAG, which stands for... Full Latent Ability Gain, which, as they say, is... Ah, steroid. So, Captain America has roid rage at this point. Genuine roid rage. And um, so they give him it, and when he wakes up after it, the, the scientist says, people that people and things that we have tested this on haven't really survived, you know? They, they after a couple of weeks, they lose their minds, and you, you don't want to know the rest. Yeah. So, Steve, I mean, the way he's seen it is he could have died... He could have died then, or he could get maybe two weeks before he died. Maybe. Because he doesn't know that he's going to live for quite a long time. <laughs> we know he's going to live for quite a long time. But um, he gets um, he gets away with that. Um, and he's so ungrateful. I was angry at how ungrateful yeah. he was. It's like, oh, but I was going to die, but... Uh, now I have to you, live you, my life. You, you saved me. So, I'm angry because I could die with this. You were dead anyway. You were about to die on a fucking operating table. But no, let's just go. I'm grateful, but now I don't know when I'm going to die. You were dead fucking days ago, you selfish 
fucking prick. Camden. 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 No, no, get angry. He's an asshole. <laughs> I can't be dealing with that. <laughs> like, how... Like, we get it, right? Obviously, he doesn't want to be this super-powered nut job. But, um, you know, like... The scientist does say, look, you were going to die, I made the decision, I didn't want you to die, I gave you it, that's the end of it, no more arguments. And Steve is just like, oh no, like, uh, I just like can't do this, like he's like a, like a young goth teenager. Yeah, I want, like, to, everything is I so want dark. to sit back and discover myself. You want to get sit back and fucking laid, boy. He wants to sit and do nothing. He's, here's the thing, red, brown, emotionless. Yeah, he's, he's, he's a... Kristen Stewart of nineteen seventies TV. He he speaks in a rather he speaks in a very light way, which I think is a little bit weird because yeah. he delivers things like a child. Like I didn't want this. This isn't how I wanted to live my life. This isn't this. This isn't that. I want to live a quiet life. I want to do this. But that's pretty much the extent of his acting ability because obviously he says them all near enough. The exact same like, way, yeah. and no tone different difference in any of his lines. He's very emotionless, apart from a couple of scenes later on, which we'll get to in like twenty seconds because the movie is so rubbish. Ah, right. So <laughs> I'll, I'll speed run it. Right. So anyway, basically, he's in the hospital when a doctor says, "Oh my god, you've like recovered so quickly, like it's amazing." And then some guy run, comes in with a revolver with a silencer, oh, yes. and then says, "Come with me, Mister Rogers." You have to come with me. Takes him to a meat packing plant. This is where Steve gets to show the actual power that he has. And basically, the, after like maybe two minutes of genuine ass fuckery, nothing being required, <laughs> um, they they bring him back to his feet, and Steve starts fighting back, and he gets a bit of a rage, and then he fucking jumps on a meat hook and slides round to the yes. other side of the factory. So instead of running, he just grabbed a hold of this. Yeah, like like. If your super abilities, don't you think you'd be faster than a meat hook sliding round on its rail? Apparently yeah. not. Apparently not. Anyway, that's not the best bit about this scene. It is know. not. It is not. This the is a best scene where you bit. get to see Captain America himself beat people to near death. Not ki- he doesn't kill them because Captain America doesn't kill people, but you get to see him beat people to near death with dead, strung up, skinned cows in a meat locker. <laughs> that is literally his weapon of choice. That is what he uses, and he crushes a man between, like, eight of half them. Half a dozen. Aye. Crushes a man between, like, half a dozen of them, then throws a whole one under. <laughs> that scene was perfect. <laughs> Just like, oh, I'm going to throw this one under, and then I'm going to throw this one on a meat hook round to catch him off guard. Like, who, who, who the fuck are you, Steve? This is not my Captain America. Who are you? What have you done with Steve Rogers? To be fair... To be fair, I did love that scene. Oh, you I can't, did. It you was, can't it not. It was full of cheese. You can't not. It was. It was. It was cheese in a meat plant. Like I loved it. Like it was just perfect. And it's just. It, it was just comic gold. Oh, but he's one liner. I will let you deliver it because you you seem to love it more. <laughs> I love it because it's so bad. He phones somebody up. Like he takes the. T- so he strings them up with meat hooks to hold them there because you know they could run away. Uh, because they could run away. Yeah. And he picks up the phone and he's like, Hi, this is Steve Rogers. Um, I've just caught some bad, nasty looking people. James, can I interrupt you there? You're doing it too. You've, you've got too much emotion inside you. It was bland. It was fuck, flat. Fuck up, don't take this to me. <laughs> right? 
This is my chance <laughs> to be a star. Anyway. So I've captured some undesirables here and like and you better get here quick because they're gonna catch a nasty cold. That is literally his lane. Yeah. Literally his lane. That's his point to do the cheesiest one liner imaginable, but this one liner wasn't even cheesy, it was just terrible. And it upset me. <laughs> it was just all that build up for nothing. I mean, when you watch films like this, this is the kind of thing you get excited about. You're just hoping that there's gonna be one redeeming factor. And it's going to be in the one-liner. And there wasn't. So, you know, call me sad. It's the truth. Deal with it. Anyway, so what happens after that? He ends up back at the lab. Uh, oh, no, he's on the beach. He's yeah, on the beach. He winches the uh, female doc, uh, scientist. Yeah. And she's uh, like, oh, I wish you hadn't done that. Why? Because Simon saw. Oh, oh, who gives a fuck? You <laughs> pump on that beach. You have sex on that beach. He will watch like a fucking sad little pervert to be fair that was the kind of thing that you would expect in a 70s sort of TV movie you would expect that they would go all out and just genuinely have like that kind of scene just to rake in a bigger audience because you know like because you know you, that, you need a love interest like, you need you need some some kind of emotional that, attachment it's not even him. that he already had a love interest no he never which was in the form of like his bike <laughs> which was in the form of his friends daughter uh, not really he gets with her at the end shut up that was the love interest he can deal with it right I'm not here for your abuse right that's how I took it right he cared about her obviously very deeply but then he's got these superpowers so he's just like oh my god I can sleep with anybody like you know that's kind of like what Captain America does you know what is that what you do when you become a superhero you're like oh look at me I can sleep with anyone Tony Stark Tony Stark's a bastard though he Chris just flings it about Thor uh-huh. Only the worthy can pick up me own. And excuse me, Age of, <laughs> Age of Ultron. Age of Ultron gave us one notable fact, and it's that even Black Widow and the Hulk get it on. So <laughs> we're all humans at the end of the day, right? So to avoid this becoming a psychological topic, just accept that we're all human beings. Yes. Right? Yes. Anyway, so uh, the scientist that turns Steve Rogers into Captain America decides that he wants to make him Captain America because plot twist his dad was the previous Captain America before him shock horror like, shock horror this is where the story totally goes off a tangent of the a classic tale of Captain America no, so not only did his father create the formula not only was he in the marines before this not only was his dad a, a vigilante beforehand and not only that, but they called him Captain America as a derogatory term. Like, what, like seriously? To be fair, I would call somebody Captain America in a derogatory manner. Like, like, oh my god, you're a pure Captain America. Piss off. Like, <laughs> but th- that's what they do. And obviously, like, they build Captain America up to be, you know, this bad figure. This, 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 this like, like it's, the villains treat him like he is a cheesy superhero. Which this film is supposed to... Like, if you get that kind of story, you're sort of like, oh, well, maybe this Captain America is going to change that. He's going to redefine it and he's going to make it a serious thing. Sadly, this film does not do that. Um, and I'm actually siding with the villains on this one. Um, Captain America is not a nice name to have in this film uh, because he gets some amount of abuse. He gets uh, into a lot of trouble. He gets attacked quite a few times. 
not as much as Winter Soldier or Civil War, because special effects cost money. Yes, and this was a TV movie, so it was done on the cheap, we're guessing. Done very much on the cheap. Um, anyway, skip to the end now, because there's like, literally well, there's, nothing in between. In this movie, I just want to say something. There was about 10-15 minutes of just absolute sheer torture. And it's just, like we said, long drawn out scenes of helicopter... Helicopter travelling, helicopter traveling, moving. Van, uh, bike, moving. He gets his motorbike. Captain yes. America gets his motorbike in this, which couldn't be more American if they tried. Um, and there's a scene where he's driving it, and there's just a random ramp yeah. in the middle of the desert. No, well, I think because uh, they were showing off the motorbike for him, it was on a military base, I'm guessing, because there was military police nearby. Okay, fair so point. So, you can put it down to that those ramps were on a military base for him to show off. And did, those ramps then, ha- and did those ramps have to be red, white and blue as well? Did everything have to be red, white and blue? Everything is red, white and blue in a Captain America movie. <laughs> you know this. It is, it is written into the contract. Everything, James, okay? Everything. Okay. How how American can we make this film? Very American. Indeed. Um, anyway, so he gets his bike, gets to try that a bit. He gets a shield, which the only time we get to see being used... Is to deflect a bullet. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. The only time that it gets thrown is from the fucking scientist. He throws it, it comes back, Steve catches it. That is the only it's fucking time that we actually see it being used it's, properly. It's hilarious, right? Because that scientist, right? It's like they've made it on like an episode of like Mythbusters or something. <laughs> <laughs> and he's just testing it. And he throws it and it stays in the air for it's like... like a, it's like a 70s UFO, like, ooh, just spinning around in the one spot. <laughs> it does, it, it was like... It's like, it's like he was running that episode of Mythbusters and he was like... So uh, we've made Captain America's shield, and we're going to test it, we're going to throw it, we're going to see if it hits anything, we're going to see how long it stays in the air, and then we're going to see if it comes back to us, <laughs> throws it, I've thrown it, and then Steve catches it, and it's just like, oh my god, this is amazing, this is the best thing since sliced bread, and then you're just sitting there going, and he says that the shield is really powerful, even though it's obviously made of fucking plastic. It's made of plastic! It's obviously made of plastic, but he says it's powerful, so I believe him. Right? But, but, but he James, says, he says, James. look... Whatever it's, it, it was said, it was, you said, you said in the last podcast that if it wasn't shown on screen, ah, it didn't happen. You're using you were, words against me. You were told that that shield was very powerful, so you just have to take it as well, even though you know by the look of it, it's not, right? So deal with it. That's me calling back on a previous thing, because that's quite smart of me, and you're just going to deal with that. So, throws the shield, that's the only time you ever see the shield being thrown, and then that's the only notable scene until we find out what the villain actually wants. Near the end, we find out that the villain wants to set a bomb off for the typical villain reason. Money! $100 million. And that's um, that's the plot, but we don't find out that that's the plot until the last 20 minutes of the film where, you know, we get to Every, see everything some... Happens. We get to see some Steve Rogers super moves. Yes, this... Here's the thing. We reviewed the 90s Captain America movie. And we reviewed that first because... We're trying to recall that there was there any showcase of super abilities? Well, he done a, he done oh, a oh, obviously he done, well, obviously done a front flip over a car. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was it. A car, a car is like. What? Oh, I'm 
five shield. five feet. Well, at least five we, feet tall. At least we got to see the shield being used. Yeah, it was. Here's the thing: you take the two movies, you get a shield being used, and you see super abilities. Boom, done, perfect movie. No, no. <laughs> I'm gonna stop you right there because that doesn't fix the bad acting it does in not. both movies. It does not. But uh, yeah, there is absolutely no use of the shield during this scene where he's on. Uh, let's let's just say it: the villains are the head of an oil company because you know mm-hmm. they're bastards. They've got money because so, because the real enemy is America, <laughs> um, and they want to set off a bomb. So Steve finds out where. Where they're, where they're from and he's being chased by the security they're shooting at him he's bouncing bullets off the shield jumping over them jumping up on stuff jumping down on stuff uh, then we get to see a moment three security guards are being, are chasing him and we're, we were both thinking hold on he's going to use the shield it's going to go bounce 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 then come back no what did he do James? he got that ultimate revenge a throwback to earlier in the movie he was thrown off the road by oil he opened up an oil he, valve he, he, and he just breaks sprayed. up he breaks off the oil valve like yes oil's yes. not supposed to come out of there he just broke it because super strength and he breaks it off and then he just starts spraying them with oil and it's the, it, it, three I, stooges I felt, it's, I felt good for him i felt good for him it, it, here's the thing i it, said that he was flat emotionless the entire movie but he smiled at he that he smiled bit, he? he had his pearly whites they weren't even white <laughs> mate it's the 70s they can do whatever they want alright <laughs> they can look however they want even if they are emotionless bastards but anyway clutching my pearl necklace with the stress <laughs> red yeah, brown that, is, that's I, like, I don't mean to keep going back to it but red brown is fucking not attractive <laughs> like like oh like, never mind continue yeah so then we get a couple more scenes of him showing off his superpowers breaking open a safe with his hand then breaking open a door just by pulling it. Like, this, th- those moments here actually redeemed a small part of the movie. The fact that he never used a shield. They just used, oh, it'll be cheaper to rip a door off, it'll be cheaper to just open a, like, a dummy safe. But I'm, I'm living, but I'm living for it because, like, he actually pure crumples it up. I know. that That's the best bit. Like, And it literally makes it feel like it's nothing. But, yeah, that's the only time you ever see superpowers actually genuinely showcased, yeah. which is um, a shame because everything after this is just him being a normal guy. Which I yeah. suppose maybe subliminally I could go, hey, I could be Captain America. Yeah, you definitely could. It's not hard, Anyone could. It? Anyone could. Get a bit of steroids in me. Be a bit of roid rage, you know. Get ready to go. Aye. Oh, I need my dad to be as a scientist and present in my life. And create a serum using his own uh, DNA so that it works on you as well you know no, you're making it complicated I oh was, but there was was that was that not uh, easy well to like, be honest an easy it was, path it, to it, go from well, well, no 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 because you know it, it kind of stopped when I said my father has to be present in my life it's not going to go past that you know and then you know that, you know, I have no chance of being Captain America <laughs> maybe I could be Captain Britain maybe there is I'll that. push there is Captain that. Scotland Captain Glasgow no because I've no good ginger hair fuck um <laughs> Sorry, I'm stereotyping myself. Anyway, moving on. Um, so, anyway, blah, 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 blah. Heli- uh, long helicopter scene. Long helicopter scene. We find out the villain has a heartbeat monitor strapped to his body. If anything happens to him, the bomb will go off. Very villainous. Very villainous, even though it's the only villainous thing in it. Because <laughs> we don't know what his plan is until this point. So he's built a bomb, 
from like Steve's dad's research or something. Steve's dad's friend's atomic research. They were missing one piece, and one this tiny, guy just happened to one have tiny it. piece. One tiny piece. Uh, because apparently they couldn't build a bomb of their own. They had to steal someone else's. So, you know, you know, villains, eh? No. Anyway, um, so yeah, Steve ends up stopping that, and then that's kind of it. Yeah, it's all bit, It's all bit, it's all bit, yeah, after that, isn't it? It's very meh. He it, it finds a bomb, it gets a, a vent from the truck that's transporting it to pump the fumes into the wee room so that he knocks out the guy because basically he's got a dead switch on him if he wants he can set it off or you know so Steve using his super brain figures this all out and that's it really it's it it stops a bomb going off and that's it though at the end we did have the kind of superhero moment he had a crummy rubbish costume that he designed Yes. And then, then in the last scene, we got the proper costume, the well, proper comic book costume with a helmet. It's not the proper comic book costume. It's as close as it's better than the one that he had. Okay, it's better so. than the one he had. Okay, I'll grant you that. But um, I, I hear in the sequel he wears the original one. Oh yeah. No, no, no. The the what, the, the wingtips. No, no, no. The fish scale. <laughs> no, no. What? See the costume he wore through that whole film? Yeah. Like that one we just yeah. watched. That's the same costume he wears in the second one. Why? He goes back to it, apparently. Oh, oh, maybe he's washing that costume. Maybe he's, like, wiping the Nazi blood off it or something, you're, you know? like Doesn't he Nazis there, there's, <laughs> there's Nazis everywhere, and we know this for a fact. Right, let's not get political about that. Oh, no, I wasn't meaning that. I was meaning Captain America Hanson down. Oh, yeah, okay, there's Nazis yeah, everywhere yeah, in Captain yeah, America. That's everywhere. fine. Yeah. Let's not make a big deal about it. Though there it's was fine. no Nazis in this movie. Not oil Nazis, maybe. No, there was absolutely no Nazis. There was no actual Captain America villain in it. Like it was just a, I don't know, an oil tycoon just gone bad for for absolutely no, really no reason for money. For, like I said, like I could understand if he's creating a bomb to set off it against his competition. Wipe them out so his stock rises. But that's not his even the plan. But it's not. It's, it's not. just he just wants money. That I created a better movie in ten seconds. Yeah, yeah. You give him a reason, aye, and an actual reason, more money. Exactly, and that just oh, it just the film overall bothers me. Overall, absolutely okay. It was worse than the nineties one. The nineties one was redeemed by Red Skull. Yes, absolutely redeemed by Red Skull because Red Skull was amazing. Like, it had mu- it had so many more memorable moments, uh, and we probably should have reviewed these ones first. But I'm happy that we reviewed the nineties one first because now I know that the nineties one isn't terrible. <laughs> well, it is terrible, it but is, not but in a different ter- different perspective. You know, it's in the bad pile, not the ugly pile. Yes, and I think that these this and its sequel will definitely end up in the ugly pile, never to be seen again. Uh, maybe we'll crack it out for uh, for shits and giggles. Uh-huh. But uh, for you. <laughs> let's let, let let's compare it. We've seen for the, we've, we've for, still to see part two, the death too soon. So let's compare the 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 three first Captain America movies: first Avenger, nineties, and this one. Okay. Like, um, com- like give them a all a rating, like rate them in order. As, no, as a comparison, like of how shit this one is. Alright, oh, okay. Um, First Avengers better than both of them. 
hands down. Hands like, down. Like you could probably chuck in every and Captain America film in the '79 and the '90s one, and the first Avenger would still be better. Yeah, and the thing is, I like the first Avenger um, because it set it up. It was a very, it was it was a proper. It was an honest. It was an honest adaptation of it. Uh, and I and I love the first Avenger. I won't hear a bad thing about it. Um, and then obviously Winter Soldier and Civil War just tops tops the bar every yeah. time with Captain America. Yep. So realistically, if it's if first Avengers better than these two films, <laughs> well, that's why I said first Avenger because uh, Civil War, like, is completely like, different. It's completely, the Himalayas compared to hell in scale. The first Avenger is the best kind of film to describe, sort of like. The, the 79 ones yeah because it's like he's just he's just set in those times like and that's fine and that's kind of what the, the first avenger is he's set in his time period you know um world war Two and stuff like that whereas um the winter soldier obviously is a more modern day take and it's how he adjusts to that the adjusting period kind of can be fit into the 90s one but not by much the difference being that He's come along since the first Avenger and the Avengers movie where he knows that he's in the modern day. He just has to kind of live with it and move on. You don't get that in these films. There's no real emotional attachment to any of the characters, which annoys me. Uh, but that's that's the kind of main deal. There's no emotional attachment to the hero. And I think in every film, no matter what it is, even The Devil Wears Prada, which I love, <laughs> is, a, is a completely different example yeah you do feel kind of an an emotional attachment to the main character because you feel bad for her and then at points you feel really bad you know for the sort of antagonizing sort of character who makes her life miserable so you know it's it's things like that and these films just don't have that and i don't know if maybe when they were making these they just thought oh we have to make it proper fan service and they thought they were giving us proper fan material when they weren't so i mean i don't know i would like to see somebody i would like to meet somebody or talk to somebody who actually seen this when it came out to see what they thought of it because if they think it's terrible and we think it's terrible we're not just being assholes like no 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 we're, we're not assholes as such we're not even critics i'd say just purveyors of fine art yes yes and that's not it. so fine art very shit I see. Anyway, so you wanted to, let me guess, the budget. Um, oh, no. We never found out the budget. Oh, Couldn't find it anywhere. You had one job. I know. You had one Could job. Because find... this was a TV movie. Uh, I'm guessing it's probably in the region of... I would say possibly a couple hundred thousand for 79. Hmm... <laughs> I don't know. I don't even want to guess because my guess on the nineties Captain America was so bad. Like you said, it was an estimated ten million, and I'm sitting there going, "Who was handling that budget? George fucking Osborne." Like, <laughs> absolutely no way was like ten million spent on that. But you know, I don't know. Like, it, it's difficult to hazard a guess. And like I say, I would say that that technically should have cost less than <laughs> the nineties one. Yeah. Fifty oh, grand oh. tops. I would maybe say a million max because TV. If you're, movie... if you're talking millions, a million max. I wouldn't pay a million for yeah. that. Like I wouldn't. Like I wish I could go back in time and stop them. And go, <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no. This is enough. 
and like stop like I say this is this this journey of appreciation and stuff we should appreciate what came before but I just can't appreciate that like that was terrible um, well, well here's the thing James you wake me um, up you wake me up at 8 o'clock on a Saturday morning and you say let's do this this yeah. will be great fun yeah. and now I'm sitting here thinking my god my life is an absolute waste of time no 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 it's not a complete waste yet what? we still need to do death too soon oh no the sequel the yeah. sequel yeah this is part one of 79 Captain America so we have to by right for ourselves we need to do this James as a unit no I can't don't make me do it Mario think about it Batman tells Robin what to do I'm telling you what to do we're doing it what I'm Robin aye it's fine I'm handsome everybody likes me then nobody likes you you moaning faced cunt indeed Um, so (laughs) that was our kind of Okay, okay, how about this? View on Captain America. It's kind, kind of view. Yeah, I, I wouldn't say uh, we criticised it too much. There, there were great points that the, the special effects on his super abilities, which we did not get to see in the 90s, which is for... Which you would expect to see in the 90s. Yeah, like if they, they honoured the 1940s kind of story a little bit in the 90s one, so they had a lot of good points. The use of the shield, the, the red skull, they, they did a lot of good for it. But they did not show super abilities, which really disappointed me. Like but I then say, again, this one... But like I say, see, watching that, like watching that one, which was terrible, and it was a TV movie, and in comparison, like the 90s one, I think, was a cinema a cinema release. Yeah. Um, To me, like, watching the 79 one and then comparing it to the 90s one, I'm like... Yeah, okay, maybe the 90s one, maybe, maybe, it's still, it's still bad, but there's something worse, which I'm pretty sure we said couldn't be physically possible, but yeah. apparently it is. Oh, oh and anything is possible. Anything is possible, and that was certainly possible. So, hurrah, we were wrong about the, the 90s Captain America. It's actually um, okay if you compare it to the 79 one. We wouldn't encourage you to watch the 79 one. Hell no. I, I wouldn't. I feel like my time's been wasted. and I would say maybe watch it if you want to have your teeth pulled out. Because that, that, would, that would take away the pain. Watch it if you genuinely have an interest. And then let us know what you think. Uh, because we would like to know what everybody else thinks. Uh, we, 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 I personally hated it. I personally really didn't like it at all, and it should get in the bin, really. Alright, what would you rate it? Out of 5 or out of 10, make it easier? Uh, out of 10? I'll rate it out of 10, I. Okay, what would you say? Nothing. I would give it absolutely <laughs> nothing. It's easy, can rate it at 5, rate it out of 10, give it fuck all, because it doesn't deserve anything. <laughs> uh, at least that's what I think. That's my free speech, and you can't take that away from me, Mario. What, cool. would, you, what would you rate it? The story was rubbish. Had, had literally nothing to do with the original Captain America. They, they just went, oh, we'll take these plot points and we'll just cr- stick it in a big bowl and we'll just make a big jambalaya shit mm-hmm. and just mm-hmm. smear that mm-hmm. paste all over the red, white, and blue. Smells and tastes bad, yep. Yep. Uh, though there were some good points. The action scenes were relatively good. Had its 
comedic moments, you know, kind of comic booky, kind of one-liner, which was shit. Uh, and the super abilities, which kind of redeemed a small part of it. So I would say out of ten, and this is me being very kind, two, two out of ten. Okay, well you were more generous than me. Yes. Um, overall, yeah, the story's pretty poor. The characters are pretty poor. The acting's pretty poor. The writing's pretty poor. Everything's pretty poor. So therefore, it gets a a, a very big fat zero from me. And I don't think I can. I don't think I can argue that. And now I've got to watch the sequel. So yes. on that note, join us next time for the sequel. Which and sequels are normally worse. <laughs> like, <laughs> normally, oh, well, well, this one has Christopher Lee in it, so. It's it's actually got a big name attached to it for me, so that's raised the bar. It's raised it ever so slightly, maybe to a 3 out of 10. <laughs> yes. Join us next time for Captain America. Death too soon with Christopher Lee, the only person that can act in the movie. And yeah, let us know what you think. If you've seen the film, let us know. Um, we would love to hear from you. And if you liked it, uh, sorry not sorry, but uh, what is wrong with you? Uh, and that's all I have to say to that and that is us for another episode see you down the road